was fucking smoking hot. Like, pump up the jams, Josh. That was great. That was the goodest shit. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent. How about yourself? I'm good. But I just kind of messed up our screen there for a second. I'm good. I'm good, buddy. Um, how's Edmonton? Edmonton's good. You yeah. Know, yeah. Frigid North. Yeah. Edmonton's... It's... Ah, they, they call it the City of Champions, but that sign looks like it's from the 60s, bro. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, term is a little antiquated for Edmonton. I have nothing wrong, personally, with Edmonton. It's uh, only treated me well throughout all the years. But, uh, yeah, you know what? It's still the City of Champions, but uh, it's time for some new signage, I think. Hell yeah, man. It's time for an upgrade a little bit around the block everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking right. So, uh, how's, how's just life in general been treating you, buddy? We were talking before the stream here. You've been relatively isolated and helping to take care of your dad, right? Correct, sir. You are just as good of a fucking person as I thought you were, man. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. I don't uh, necessarily do it for praise or anything like that. I just like to... That's life, bud. Help help people out, you know? Well, you're going to get praised for it anyway, because I love you. Thank you very much. Back at you. And, uh... Fuck me, man! Your hair is gorgeous. My hair looks a little bit rough in the, in the screen there. Yours is, whoo. Yeah, my hair grows like a weed. Hell yeah, man! I got the mustache on you though, bud. You do. You definitely. Fuck do. yeah, Josh. Are you still riffing or what? Um, I've been known to pick up a guitar and play occasionally. What kind of riffs are you playing? Are you are you right? Cause you are you right? Are you right? First of all, slow down, lady boy. Are you writing new shit for Misery Tomb, right now? Okay, so that one's a little under lock and key. So um, yes. We've had, yeah, we've had new <laughs> stuff written. We've had uh, new stuff written for a while. Um, pretty much the whole second album has been written for a while. But, you know, COVID and stuff like that. Yes. Um, and, uh, it's what it is. <clears throat> Hell yeah, man. Now, you are a fucking connoisseur of fine, fine guitar riffs. I, yeah. Now, we were talking vinyls. I said I wanted yeah. to know some of your favorite vinyls, because I know you have an extensive collection of, like, rare vinyls and tapes. I do. So, how many bonsais do you got? How many bonsai vinyls do you got? Um. Do you have any? Yes, you gotta have some. Oh yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, Fucking Tokyo Blade, man. Uh yeah, I have some Tokyo Blade. Uh, I have some Venom. Um, what else do I have as bonsai? I have a few of the bonsai, uh, like samplers too. I guess. Oh shit. Yeah, um, but it's it's a little hard um, for me to say what I have without without it right in front of me. I have I have so much stuff. Um, yeah, and it sucks because I asked you to grab some stuff and then you you kind of told me the situation, so I can't I I can't even really like 
argue with your reasoning, buddy. Like you're, it's very, it's quite noble and respectable, man. What's your favorite out of your bonsai collection? What's your favorite bonsai band? Um, so my favorite bonsai that I have would be, uh, would be the Venom. Yeah. Uh, the Venom record I have. Um. Are you pulling it up right now? I. Am, okay. I can't remember exactly. I thought you were getting really sad because you didn't have it with you because you couldn't be around it. Like, oh. No, I am. I am sad. <laughs> now that you mention uh, it, I'm really starting to miss my records, man. <laughs> I bet your dad. I am, dude. And I'm missing. I'm missing all of my fucking. Uh, I'm missing all of my tapes too because I have so many tapes. Like my record collection completely, or sorry, my tape collection completely dwarfs my record collection. I do have a lot of records. Um, the, the Venom one that I have that's on Bonsai that I like the most is At War With Satan. Oh, um, Spice, the Spice. Yeah, yeah I, I really like that album. Fuck yeah, man. I love me some Venom. I remember when I first heard, Lay down your soul for the gods rock and roll. I was sold. I was sold. I was fucking... 14 years old and just stoked black just metal. yeah black metal. <sighs> yes that's the good shit man that's what i'm talking about for sure hell yeah rock and roll now you also got some sick docking records too that i've seen of course man of course. <laughs> uh die hard die hard docking fan you got any uh, lynch mob records I do. Fuck um, yeah, you do. Um, Lynch Mob! After, uh... Well, Wicked Sensation was the first one. Uh, George Lynch released after uh, leaving Dawkin. Uh, it's pretty good. I, I like Lynch Mob a lot. Um, it definitely falls more into, like... I wish it sounded like Dawkin, but it doesn't. Um, but it's very unique. In its own right, it's sounding like the late 80s, early 90s kind of glam stuff, because that's what it is. That's when it was released, right? Um, I can't remember who did vocals on that album, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. Got that wicked sensation. I, I find, I find myself going back to like late 80s, early 90s when... The glam metal bands were smoking lots of rock and trying to put like synth into their shit. Everybody's trying to incorporate a little bit of synth and spandex into their music, and it's, mm -hmm. I, I, fuck yeah, man, I like that shit. <laughs> I'm all about that nice spice. Prince, Prince is right up my alley, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's another really fucking good one? Huey Lewis in the news, man. Like I want a new drug. Yeah, man. Crash my car, make me feel three feet six. Make me right. Could you? That's and that's an analogy right there, man. I think about that whenever I think about Huey Lewis. I think about he's the guy who gets high and feels three feet thick. <laughs> hey, man, I've been there. <laughs> I just been there, done that, not just with marijuana. I just feel real. You do not smoke that satanic shit. Well, not regularly, but you know I've dabbled in the past. 
I think you need to read your Bible, son. Yeah, I... Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is a very civilized show. We smoke extracts here. <laughs> Good. Good. Now... Josh. Hello. What's your favorite Bible passage? <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, uh, I fucking got one. I'm not joking. Yeah. I got one. <laughs> no, they quoted it on the they quoted it on the Simpsons, uh, James twenty three twenty one or something like that. And then he took his ass into town and he lodged there for the night. <laughs> that's, like, that's all that it is. There's no no more to that passage. Just find a hotel and sleep. That's it. Fuck it. You know what? That's a fucking. <clears throat> I think that's like if we were to talk scripture. I think, and we are now, I think that would be one of the great uh, passages to quote to musicians. You know what the Bible always said? We'll find a hotel and go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now watch the fucking viewer count go down because we started talking about Jesus. Oh, fuck, <laughs> it went up. It went up. <laughs> now... Jesus is, Jesus is just all right with me. Jesus is just all right. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Our God is an awesome God, right? Oh, I I remember that song. Our God is an awesome God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he I, reigns from heaven on earth. <laughs> I I absolutely hated going to uh, Catholic. Catholic schools when I was a child, man. That you went to Catholic so school? Yeah. Like uniform wearing Catholic school? No, not not uniform wearing. Not not quite that bad. Okay, but like church, chapel, fucking Bible study Catholic school still though, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck, yeah. that's terrible, man. I'm sorry to hear that. That's brutal. There's one thing I don't like about Jesus. It's his fan base. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he was an okay dude, but... His fan base sucks, like Justin Bieber fans. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm personally, I didn't know the guy. That's what uh, I mean, right? So I can't, I can't pass judgment on him. But uh, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. But I've uh, seen, I've seen some of his fucking fans be pretty fucking terroristy. Oh uh, man, they've been, uh, they've been terrible. Terrible lately, that Grace Life yeah. shit that's going on, man. Oh, yeah, I forgot I, about that. Yes, you can fucking go right off, buddy. Oh, man. Lay it out. What do you got for fuck me? You man. live in Edmonton, so tell me all about fuck this shit. Fuck the fucking apple. <laughs> yes. Get a fucking cake. If you actually went to church and you read the scriptures and you took it to heart, fucking... Treat others the way you want to be treated. Be nice and just care about other people. The fact that everyone's gathering en masse and fucking doing this shit. You know for that, you know for like, a fact the preacher is using this. He's using this as an angle. And he's saying, oh man. he's like, oh, we're being persecuted again. Christian persecution is back. We can fucking twist this, angle this, 
We can get all of these followers radicalized. We can get them tax-free tithes again. Oh, Ooh. my God. Yeah, what a, what a bad time. Um, I saw, or I read about it um, from, you know, some, you know, scientific source, no doubt, <laughs> that um, he's holding, actually, he's holding... Basement uh, sermons. sermons. Yeah. You know Basement he's fucking... Somewhere. You know, Which is like, why? Why? You're allowed, you're still, the government of Alberta fucking sucks. Jason Kenney, fuck you. Um, but um, they haven't actually taken away your right to congregate in, like, any any religions. All religions are still allowed to congregate. There are just rules that they gotta follow. And I mean, like, fuck the government, but with what's going on, like, actually, you should listen to those rules right you your church wouldn't be closed if you had just stayed below the capacity you were told you needed to stay at no one is taking no one is taking away this guy's yes they're right taking away his free. right to collect their fucking money and if he doesn't have a large oh, enough yes, congregation get, it's not meaningful enough i get i get that but what i'm the the brass tacks of it is yes no one is actually saying to him he can't preach. No That's one right. actually saying to anyone, you can't fucking worship however you want to worship. They're just you saying you can't get there are still, a big... There are still Roman Catholic churches that are holding services, and they're they're doing it properly. The mosques are, the gudvaras are, like, the temples are, like, what... Like, what more do you guys need? Like, what do you... What do you want? Like, what... What is your end game? Like, That's what I'm trying to figure out with these people too. Okay, is what? Because I've been a I've been into conspiracy theories and shit since I was in fucking middle school, man. So this rings a lot of bells in my conspiracy brain too. But guess what? <laughs> my <coughs> my love for my fellow man and not wanting to risk other people's safety far surpasses my need to feed fucking conspiracy theories. But, now, that's why I can say that all they want is these tax-free fucking tithes. You know? And the end game, the there is no end game for this, because guess what? Once vaccinations roll out all the way, herd immunity fucking hits, because not everybody's going to be forced to vaccinate. Millions of people can't get vaccinations. My... My partner can't get fucking vaccinated. Like, it's, it's very... Nobody's going to be held down and fucking jammed with a needle. And they think, oh man, I'm so... I'm fucking scared. I'm fucking scared of this, this vaccine that hasn't been tested. But you're not scared of this fucking virus that's fucking ravaged nations across the planet? Yeah, man. Hmm. Like, I was... Hmm. I was in... I was in the hospital. With you COVID. had like, COVID. You fucking had absolute, COVID. Absolutely, man. It's not. Uh, it's not a laughing matter. It's a lot more serious than the flu. I mean, do you have accounts, any? Do you have any shit? Vary. Do you have any shit left over afterwards? Any residuals? Um, so um, after it had cleared away and I had tested negative for the first time after being like laid up for like a month and a half with it, um, I still got recurring splitting headaches not so much anymore um once in a while like it's been like 
I'd say probably two or three months since I've been like a COVID negative. Um, I did fully lose my taste of scent and smell for probably the better part of a month. And things don't taste or smell the same anymore. Um, it's not like, whoa, it's completely changed everything. You know, like I'm a different man. Yeah. But um, there are things that I used to enjoy the taste of and now I have them and it doesn't taste the same anymore. Certain smells don't smell the same anymore. You know, it's not, like I said, it's not like an earth shaking thing, but it's like the little things. Right? It's still, I can pick up on the little It's things. not a fucking flu. No, absolutely not. Like, and the fact of the matter is people just need to quit fucking with each other over their fucking personal choices. Like, my personal choice to not go get my fucking teeth fixed seems to affect so many fucking people. It would drive you insane. It, It makes me laugh. The amount of, why don't you go get your teeth fixed? I've been missing my teeth for 14 years. I taught myself how to talk again. And eating is fine. Why do I need to spend the money so I can so I'm pleasant for you to look at? You're still yeah. fucking staring at me. So cool. Now you got all these people fighting for freedom. Or as I like to call it, crying for fucking convenience. Oh my god, dude. Like <laughs> fucking fighting for freedom. What freedoms have been fucking... That's what I want to know. You're a bunch of fucking middle-aged white people. Shut the fuck up. That's what I want to know. Because people are like, oh man, we live in Nazi Germany. So my automatic response is, okay, go out into the street right now, out into the middle of the street. Yell as loud as you can. Fuck Trudeau. He's a piece of shit. And I guarantee you will walk back in your house... You will sit down, finish what you're doing, go to bed, go to sleep, wake up and continue on with your life and not be kidnapped and murdered by Trudeau's secret police. Yep. So, where are we living again? Yeah. And people think that, oh man, they're trying to, they're trying to depopulate the planet. Well, what these fucking idiots don't realize is North America is... People are like, oh, the 1%. The 1% are controlling us. Well, North America is the 1% of the fucking planet. So, we're... How rich is our, are our fucking nations regardless of their debt? How many fucking freedoms do we have compared to other countries? Like, Oh my god, yeah. Just, and that's... I'm not a political guy. I'm a pretty fucking basic... I'm a music guy, man. I'm a funny guy. I smoke dope, listen to tunes, and skateboard. I can't... I couldn't be more out of touch... With fucking politics. But even I can understand this shit. And you know, with everything they talk about now, what's going on, I wouldn't be surprised if the government started putting fluoride in the tap water. Oh, that's another one. That's another one. Fluoride in the fucking tap water. Oh, man. Fuck, that's a conspiracy that runs deep, man. I've read both. If you want to get into that, we can get into that. Because I've seen both sides of that. People are like, oh, it causes fluorosis. And then there's people that are like, oh, it's not even the same fluoride that they put into toothpaste. And it's like, get a fucking Brita filter if you got a problem. Yeah, no shit. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I think the city of Edmonton, I don't know if they still do it, but uh, uh, the city of Edmonton was putting 
fluoride in the tap water to fix the the dental fix the taste fix, fix the taste of it right like, and and to fix the teeth right yeah just to fix the teeth because that's the big problem right now it's not getting clean water to the reserves it's fixing the teeth of the people who live in the city right man that's another thing i don't want to talk about yeah we don't have to talk about that we can move away let's move away from this depressing shit and let's get back to fucking mean music all right so records let's go back to records again if you were to take a guess just a swat in the dark what would be the fastest one you got Fastest as in playtime or fastest as in fast performing on it? Music, fast music. Um, I have uh, Ingve Malmsteen, Rising Force from 1983. Okay, so fast, um, good music. <laughs> I'm just trying to... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I was a big Ingve fan back when I was getting into metal too. I, I'm just an asshole, that's all. He motherfucking arpeggios from hell, like... Hell yeah, buddy. Now, I wasn't expecting Ingwe Malmsteen, but I can respect that. Motherfucker's got chops. Did you see the video where Pantera tried to offer him donuts? Was that Pantera? Yeah, I probably did. Was that on their videos? Yeah. Oh, I guess he didn't want any donuts. Hey, man, fuck you. Now you've unleashed the fucking fury. Now, speed metal. Let's go speed metal. What's your fastest speed metal album? Mm. Mm. Come on, mm. Josh. Well, it's hard because I don't really have a fucking metronome while I'm listening to the album. Um, In your mind. I don't know. The, the Armed and Dangerous EP by uh, Razor is pretty fast. Yes, Razor fucking shreds. I, I, a lot of people don't agree with me, but I like the Decibels album. I guess it's they bad. Fuck yeah. I fucking... Goof Soup. Goof Soup, man. I love that fucking tune. That song fucking jams. And Canadian Thrash, man. Fucking yes. Razor, Anvil. Fuck yeah, man. Anvil, I'm kind of eh. About when it comes to Canadian thrash, I'm more so like um, sacrifice. Yes. Uh, yeah, razor. Um, I don't know. There's like there's a shitload of the accused. Martha Splatterhead. Well, the accused aren't Canadian. No, I thought they were from Edmonton. No. Fuck. Um, SNSU is from Edmonton. Yes, I knew that. I knew that. Or maybe I could I could be wrong too. I mean, I, I remember the only reason I say they're from Edmonton is because I partied with a guy when I was eighteen. I was I went to a show in Edmonton. I went and saw an Omega Crom and uh, the Dead Cold. And uh, there was a guy there, and he's like pointing at this hotel, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I fucking used to get high on meth with the accused up in that hotel room up there." <laughs> That's a story to tell your kids, eh? I was like, fuck yeah, man, Martha Splatterhead. <laughs> I'm, I'm 18, fresh face. Like, I've been in world class for six months now, and I had just turned 18, so now it was time to start going to shows and get cracked into the fucking scene and shit and, and like, go test my metal, right? And, uh, yeah, so I was just stoked about everything, and I was like, yeah, I don't... I don't do drugs or nothing, you know. I just like to come party and listen to the music, and that changed within a year. 
<laughs> yeah, the old Navy boy was, uh, he was pretty weak to the old nose beers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but that's a podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast for another day. Nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> now, when was the last show you played before COVID? Then mm. who was it with? That's a good question. Um, you see, it's been so long. You will have to forgive me here. I'm gonna have. That's to okay. That's okay, man. A bit. We were chew- We were. Uh, before the initial set of uh, restrictions happened um, last April or May, whenever it was, um, we were doing a show uh, put on by my good friend Derek from uh, Begrime. You know? Ooh, Begrime Eximius Eximus. We were, uh, yeah, um, he was putting on a show and it was uh, Nephilim's News. Ooh, they shred. Uh, from Medicine Hat, Dreer from Calgary. And us. Now Dreer's uh, okay too. Yeah, yeah, man. No, it's gonna be sweet. We were gonna play at the uh, Bohemia, but yeah, that got we got that got canceled. Uh, I think like in a hurry a month or so before it happened. Like we had ample time to, uh, uh, you know, be disappointed <laughs> about it. But not much, not much you can do, right? No, not really. And the last show we did before that, um. Holy crap. Um, I think it was at the Sewing Machine Factory. We played there a lot, the Sewing Machine Factory in Edmonton. Dalton Aoki booked that um, place lots. Yeah. Um, who did we play with? Uh, us. Um, Tarot. Uh, Sids. And... Was it Vibes there, too? I can't remember. All I know is my good friend Maddie had put it on, and uh, Scoped Exposure came out, actually, and they they uh, recorded our they recorded our set. Fucking rad. Scoped Exposure, those guys, those guys are cool, too. They take good videos. Yeah, yeah, they do. Have you checked out uh, Spencer's podcast? Scoped Exposure mm-hmm. podcast? I haven't looked at the Scoped Exposure podcast. It's killer. Um... He's, he's got, he's on season two. He's over a hundred episodes and he just recently did uh, a podcast with one of the guys from Knock Loose. Ooh. Yeah. So he's like, he's moving up and he does it really well. Like, whereas I don't really know, I'm still like baby steps learning about all of the technology and programs and stuff and like learning scheduling and like all that Real internet streamer bullshit. Not bullshit, but the real streamer shit that you got to know in order to do it properly. He's yep. natural with that because of scoped exposure. So he's got his his uh, little smaller videos for uh, to put out, like his micro content videos. He's got his little, he's got his, or his playlist posters. He's got his podcast posters all done up for every release. And it's like, oh man. It's so good. That's what I want to get. To. That's the point I want to get to. But hell, it's a lot of work, man. Yeah. So lots of hard work and dedication. So here I am, with a lot of friends who know how to do that. So I'm getting them to help me out with it, and obviously I'm compensating them monetarily with good old fucking uh, legal tender, because 
We don't get by on fucking exposure bucks in the real world. That's promoter talk. It's promoter yeah. talk. All right? Yeah, absolutely. You'll get real. That's promoter talk. <laughs> so, I got a lot of really solid ideas to pop this shit up so that that way I can actually can make this a proper platform for people to spring shit off of and be excited to be a part of and be like, hey, if I go on Trash Talk, I know that my shit's going to reach a good amount of good people. It's not just going to be like certain podcasts. I'm not going to say any names, but certain podcasts around that are just, just fucking pander to the lowest of the fucking low because there's lots of them and they're fucking ravenous and fuck me I hate that shit I call it the fucking driver's seat of the pickup truck crowd or the fucking basement revolutionary crowd you know the old Facebook post gonna overthrow the government crowd but I still yeah. wear my mask everywhere I fucking go because I don't want to cause conflict in real life. Just on my, just on my video game called Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Roll them. Yep. Got him. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> now, Josh. Josh. What kind of guitars are you playing, buddy? Tell me. Um. What to lay? Give me a gear talk now, bud. I got an Ibanez I kind of use occasionally. It's just a practice guitar. Um, I can't remember what the model is. I think it's like a RG720X or something like that. Um, I have a... My go-to guitar um, is my... Like my trusted time and time again, never let me down guitar is my Japanese Jackson RR5. And I've had that thing for probably the better part of a decade and a half now i've had it for a long time and i bought it <laughs> i worked hard to get that guitar man and i've i've taken care of it so much um i don't even know if they make the certain style that i have anymore because it's been so long um but yeah like it and it's it's a little bit different than all the other ones too. Some of them have pinstripes, mine's uh, full on stripes, and I got the gold hardware and everything. You know, I went I went over the top with it. Um, it's got good action, really really fast neck. No problem um, at all. I don't know what else to say about it. It's a it's a lovely piece of wood. Japanese, buddy. Yep. You know it's good if it's Japanese, okay? Because even. Even the even the lower quality Japanese stuff is still the high end of mechanical precision. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like I said, never let me down. I still have the original fucking Seymour Duncan pickups that it came with. All the original hardware, man. I haven't switched anything out. That guitar has just always sounded so good. It it's just a well built guitar, man. I don't I don't think I could ever part with it. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Oh, ever, ever. <laughs> Jackson's, man. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Woo. Right? Come on. Come on. Japanese precision. And Ibanez are okay, man. Ibanez got good necks. You practice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ibanez. I have zero problem with, uh, with Ibanez. Um, I find they kind of have more of a, a D. 
Yeah, they got a rounded neck instead of the instead of the C shape. But they uh, got a rounded neck. Uh, that's what I. But it's a low profile. Uh, Wizard Wizard Three, I think, is what they is what Ibanez calls their uh, their standard necks on their like mid range guitar. Oh, nice! Wizard, I didn't Wizard Three neck. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. Now, see, like Ibanez, I like the Ibanez neck because it's it's not completely rounded. It's a little bit slimmer, low profile, with a little bit of like a. Like a flat right on what would be the uh, the top of the curve, right? The the apex yep. of the curve. I can't really say apex because apex is a point, but you know what I mean. The crest. Yes, yes. Uh, where the where the concavity. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Now yep. see that would be the that would be the dead center, like where your truss rods running. Yeah. I got a Jackson myself. I got a Jackson soloist. I got it for a hundred bucks. Ooh. From a from a, a very good guitar playing friend of mine, his name's Greg Musgrave. Uh, he plays for Caveat, and he played for Exit Strategy, and he played for Phantom Limb. Sick. And uh, he gave it to me for a hundred dollars, and it, oh man, so so stoked about it, so fucking stoked about it. I honestly, mm, I it just feel it felt so good to get something like that from a friend, and. Not just that, not get charged out the asshole. Cause then I went, I went to find out after that it's a five hundred dollar guitar, and yep. I got it for a hundred bucks. And he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. There's a little chip in it." I was like, <laughs> "Dog, whatever." Like... So I put. So I did what any sane Nate Trash would do, and I slapped some fucking heavy gauge strings on that bitch and tuned it down to drop A. Amen, bro. <laughs> I'm actually. No, gonna... I got. Oh, yeah, sorry. go, 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 buddy, go. Um, I have a kind of similar story. Um, when I was in high school, I had a friend, and he had an orange uh, '87 Charvel San Dimas. What? And I, yeah, and he was like, "Hey, man, I'm not playing. I'm not gonna play guitar anymore. Do you want to buy this guitar?" And I was like, "Okay, man. How much do you want for it?" And he's like, "75 bucks." Fuck off! You could. You... Yeah, I was in. I was in grade twelve, and I was like, "Man, are you? Are you sure?" Five bucks, and he's like, "Yeah, just take it off my hands. Take it, seventy-five dollars." So I was like, "Okay." Pulled out my wallet, gave it seven, gave him seventy-five bucks. I played on the thing for a little bit. It's great. I love Charvel. Uh, excellent, excellent guitars. I see that they're making Charvel again, actually now because Jackson acquired them and Fender acquired Jackson. Blah 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 blah. Anyways. So I played it for a bit, really liked it. Um, my dad really liked it. So I Nate's dad's guitar. It, yeah, I ended up just giving it to my dad, and he put some uh, some Spurzel locking tuners on it, and he changed out the uh, he changed out the pickups. He got three uh, like not lipstick tubes, uh, hot rails put in, single coils, three yeah. single coils put yeah. in. It's pretty good. Sounds pretty nice. He doesn't I play bet. enough, but uh, hey. Well, you were telling me earlier that, you know, dad's kind of a little bit incapacitated right now. So maybe it's just better if he chills in a good mood, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I was actually, have you ever heard of Baguli guitars? Baguli? Baguli. Oh, Baguli. B-A-G-U-L-E-Y. Oh, I thought maybe. I think so, maybe. Yeah. They invented... I don't know if they invented it, but their specialty is aluminum guitar necks. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, I heard of them. 
no, that's uh, like what's it called? I think they're actually just called the Electric Guitar Company from the states. They make like stainless steel and aluminum guitars and stuff like that. Just These like are just that's the necks. All that they make. These yeah. are just the necks. Their guitars that they make are fucking uh, resin and plexiglass. So, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and they're like Mustang body style. That's kind of cool. Where are they out of? They're out of Europe. <laughs> yeah, check them out on Instagram. That's where I found them. Pull them up right now, buddy. They're fucking killer. I want to get one of their necks and put it on a fucking Squire telly so I can use it to play some fucking yucky, yucky caveman grindcore. <laughs> gum, 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 bum, bum, but fast. You know, you know, that good, good. I, I do know. I absolutely know. That good, good oh, shit. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I've seen. A baguli. Yes, I have. Nice. I don't know if I've seen one in the wild, but I've definitely seen it on, you know, the gram. TH, TH gram. The Ooh, the book. Mm, the Church of the Tomb. The Yep, you know. Now, you know it, buddy. What's your dream guitar, Josh? If you could spec out a guitar, a custom Josh Kovach signature, what is it? Well, I already have one of those, but I didn't spec it out. Um, but if I could go wild with a design and have it built for me, no strings attached, yada, 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 yada. Um, I'd probably get, like, probably, like, a, you know, a banana headstock, uh, like, yellow and black kind of tiger. Tiger? Mother of pearl, mother of pearl inlays, shark fin. Oh, yeah, man, like, I'm talking, like, the fucking, the cheesiest fucking most horrible glam you've ever heard, the kind of guitar. I love that shit. Randy Rhodes polka dot exactly. signature, but... Man, that's... That's the GOAT design right there. Man, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> like, that's where... And that's only because that's where my heart always, always lies, is with is with glam, man. Fucking Michael Shanker. Michael Shanker's... Okay, Michael Shanker, UFO, black and white, split, flying V. I had yep. one of those. I had one of those. But it was one of the, like... One of those, like, uh... Axe Music box ones, like they had the fucking, with the amp in the case. I had one of the Michael Shanker ones. I was like, this V fucking slays. And I I had it for like three months, and then I just sold it for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or to pay rent or something. <laughs> yeah. No. I've had a few, I've had a few guitars like that, not necessarily that I've sold for rent or, you know, anything expletive deleted a very <laughs> illegal contraband but i've had a few guitars that i've you know pick it up and play it for all of like a month or two and it's like go away yeah this one it felt like a toy and honestly i've never really been a flying v kind of guy i like fucking telecasters and i don't have one i have a squire strat and i got a jackson and alex Alex, my my partner has some some pretty sick fucking guitars, but 
You're not Telecasters. <laughs> no, one's a man as the other's a Schechter. Don't say Schechter I... too loud, babe. <laughs> Schechter! No, man. I, uh... Fuck I you, hear Nate. you, man. I would have... I would only have Flying V guitars if it were a perfect world, but, you know, it's not a perfect world, so I only got one Flying V guitar. Um, but speaking of Schecters, actually, boo, I had, um, <laughs> you said boo. I had, I had an eight string Schecter for a while. Don't and say that. Was that. One of the, you had an eight man, string? Yes, man. I bought it. I played it for all of a month and I was like, man, this sucks. I should have just bought a seven string. <laughs> and then I never ended up buying a seven string either. But, uh, yeah, no, I had, I also had, um, I had an ESP guitar. They were all right. I mean, ESP is ESP, right? Um, yes. I also had a D and I also had a D and guitar. Those things fucking suck. Yeah, why? Okay, lay it on me. Um, they're just made poorly. Like Clunky the way that it goes. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the way that it goes with Dean is if you don't buy the one made in America, that's five thousand dollars. You're gonna get something stapled together from fucking plywood. You know what I mean? Like it's just. And I mean, other people may probably have a lot better experiences than I do, but I mean, like I bought a Dean guitar for like a thousand dollars, and it just constantly let me down, and it fucking sucked. And I met, um, if you're familiar, talking about Shred, I met fucking uh, Michelangelo Badio a few oh, times. Oh, I know Mr. Michelangelo, Mr. Nitro. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, okay. Also, man, fucking no, no lie, no lie, man. Nitro was one of my top bands for a while because uh, Jim Gillette, before he became a <coughs> real piece of shit, man, just <laughs> um, no, but like, like I said, met him a few times, jammed with him once or twice, and he didn't even like it, man. He's endorsed by Dean, and he's like, man, what's wrong with this guitar? It's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's one of those fucking things, you know. Like, yeah, well, you know, uh, was the, uh, you see the thing with the uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, I had a BC Rich VG one. I yeah, man, I have a 1989 BC Rich Assassin. And I haven't played that guitar in so fucking long, man. I left it at one of my... Okay, so I was making a whole shitload of music with one of my good friends. Um, and then, like, I lived in Edmonton, and I moved back to Lloydminster. Um, and then I moved away from Lloydminster, and I left the guitar at his place. And it's still at his place. It's still hanging up on his wall with his other guitars. But I, I just haven't went back to get it yet, man. But holy shit, that's another guitar that's never let me down. Holy shit, that guitar yeah. fucking slayed, man. And that's another one that's probably, like, worth, you know, like a few grand. And I think I paid, like, 200 bucks for it or something. Like, They're I got it for back. a fucking wicked deal. BC Rich is making a resurgence, buddy. Uh, my friend Ray... She in Medicine Hat. She started getting uh, Iron Birds. She's got two Iron Birds, and yeah, like just since she got them, they've gone up a couple of buckers. Like, 
Mm. Yeah, I've I've noticed. I'm I'm friends with her on uh on on Facebook. She's she posting all all the time. I like I like her music too. Hey, great music. You too, uh, Nathan, because you guys are in the same band. Nathaniel actually messaged yeah. me and he's like, "Hey, Josh is a little bit quiet in the stream. You should turn him up." So I did, and you sound better now. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, hello, Nathaniel Hi. is like most of the. He's a uh, very much. Uh, one of my most important allies in this adventure of streaming because he's always watching my back. He's always he streams making... a lot too. I, he I does. I see that. I watch it. He does, and uh, he's just a great friend. He's just a really good buddy, and I am very pleased to uh, have him as a good buddy and friend. You know, I think all the I've heard people from medicine hat say that medicine hat is terrible but all the people i know personally from medicine hat have never been bad people at least not to me but yeah i've never had an issue i love medicine hat i like to go there my my mom lives in medicine hat so i like to go there for like escapes because it's so quiet and just chill and they got a skate park and i like better than red deer oh <laughs> no, just just kidding. Shout just out kidding. to the Red Deer homies. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about homies, shout out to Ray for doing my artwork. The Trash Talk with Nate Trash artwork has been proudly brought to you by Ray Mayer from uh, Ray Mayer's Mind. Um, she came up with it herself. It's fantastic. I love her for it. And keep an eye out for the new updated graphics that are coming to the stream here. Uh, Hopefully sooner rather than later, but you can't rush art. Can you, That's Josh? True. You can't. No. You can't. Absolutely not. It took me 387 years to grow this mustache. Well, good. You only have 564 left to go. You can't rush art. You can't. Rome wasn't built in a night, or in a night. Rome wasn't built in a day because, buddy, I wasn't on that job. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Now, you like memes. I I guess. What do you... I, I think everybody from this current day and age has a certain penchant for them. Um, I like the ones you share because they're fucking I can I can see the people that you're mocking when you share them. I know these people. I have talked to these people and they are old fucking shitty just like privileged middle to upper middle class fucking shit birds and i love it like the double quotations and the missed capitals and stuff and the the shitty gifts oh i'm a fan of yeah man art, it's, it's pretty much what i've what i've based my whole life around up to this point <laughs> you make any of these yourself or do you just pull them off Oh man, they're so easy to make yourself, especially when like the demographic that you target with them. It's like, fuck, you could shit on a piece of paper and be like, oh yeah, here you go. Oh, this is what they think like seventy-four you know, like, shares in fifteen minutes. Yeah, that kind of crap. Uh, yeah, no, I I do make some. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Facebook is just Facebook to me is just a time killer. I just hop on to either post links to fucking music that I listen to or to like fucking openly what make you... fun of all the fucking like conservatives. Fuck man. I don't know how, but I got 5,000 friends on Facebook 
and lots of them are from the states and lots of them are like super super far right wing and i'm like how like we didn't meet through my music like how the how the fuck do you know me like that's what and don't and those are the type those are the type of people i'll just fucking i don't know them but i'll just go on to their fucking you know just fuck their them. their statuses about the the bill gates suppressing the or controlling the population with 5g and all that crap and all just go wild i'll just go wild i don't care i nobody's safe i got a cryptocurrency app mm-hmm okay now, um, I want to get into some cryptocurrency. It looks interesting. It looks like a way to make a couple of bucks, you know, figure out, start learning a little bit about investing and stuff, right? So I downloaded a yes. cryptocurrency app. This app asked me for uh, my, my, my full name as it appears on my ID, a picture of my face that it scanned, and then a picture of the front and the back of my ID. And these motherfuckers are worried about their freedoms being infringed upon by fucking vaccines? Yeah, hey. You're begging no, to dude. give your information away, you fucking idiots. Yeah, like... <laughs> like... Uh, fuck off. And the worst is, like, they're gonna start tracking us, and I know this is... Now even saying this is in itself antiquated. Yeah! What the fuck do you think you're, like, fucking talking about this fucking shit on? Like, it, you're talking about it on your phone. Like, go to hell. What do you like, think they do every time you pay with money or use your card? Every time, like, people just, and this is, we're getting into it. We're getting into it again. We're getting into it again, Josh. <laughs> we're getting into it again. <laughs> we are. What, what are you listening to right now, buddy? I'm listening to you talking no i mean <laughs> you smart ass <laughs> what are you what are you band wise music wise buddy all right so i have a few favorite bands that i usually rotate in and out of i listen to you know like i'm not like other people i listen to everything all the time no but um all there once? are a few <laughs> yeah yeah just this big deafening wall of ah. piercing shrieking noise um <laughs> No, so there are a few mainstays that I go go uh, through, but uh, one of my ultimate favorite bands, and I have no problem saying this, is uh, Dream Theater, and I've been listening to a lot of Dream Theater again lately. Uh, mostly, um, one of my best friends in the whole world, Tenzin, um, he plays guitar in Forsaken Right, and him and I actually had a failed Dream Theater cover band project that we did we did once or twice. Jammed once or twice, and we're like, man, fuck that. And we just went back to like playing magic, <laughs> magic. and uh, dungeons, dungeons and dragons, right? Oh, that's all that I, that's all I do. Anyways, yeah. So he's a huge Dream Theater fan too. I roll some magic cards, bro. I got a couple dual decks on the side. Fuck yeah, bud. Anyway, so Dream Theater is one of his favorite bands as well, and um, we're on the same page about pretty much absolutely everything. So. Like, day in, day out, we'll be texting each other, just making fun of James Labrie, the vocalist at Dream Theater, because he has just gone downhill, like, quite noticeably since, like, like the late 90s, early 2000s. He's just, 
a complete shell of what he used to be as a vocalist. The rest of the band is still on point and they're fine. They've been releasing the same album for, you know, the last few albums, whatever. <laughs> they're they're old. They've released like fucking like 13 or 14 albums now, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, oh my God, like, thank God for Studio Magic because it makes it listenable. But if you've ever seen Dream Theater Live, the first time I saw Dream Theater Live was in, was at the first Gigant Tour um, so it was Megadeth, Anthrax, Dream Theater, Nevermore. Like, this was, like, fucking, like, 2004 or something like that. I saw them. And even then, man, like, he just... It's so bad, man. We're talking about wanting to go to Dream Theater shows now and, like, sneak in extra shoes so we can just fucking <laughs> Chuck him throw James shoes at him while he's performing just to, <laughs> just to piss him off, right? You deserve this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't actually. He, he doesn't actually. I mean, as a as a human, he's a he's all, he's a, just a doing nice his dude. thing. Yeah, he's just doing his yeah. thing. But as a fan of his band and enjoying his music before, fuck that guy. Oh my god, know, man! You know, I mean, sucked. it comes down. Yeah. Hmm? Keep go, go. It comes down to like the whole liking rush thing. It's like. Oh, I would like them if I could stand the vocals, right? That's what that's what it's like a lot for Dream Theater, right? But personally, I think at least back in like 1991 to 1994, 1995, the guy had like the best voice on the planet. Like just he could hit high F notes and like fucking hold them for like ever. And I'm not talking about like that shrieky like uh, James Gillette shit we were talking about earlier like i'm talking about like fucking this guy bullshit. had fucking this guy had fucking harmony man he could fucking sing and now he can now it's just like ah, 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 warbly you know really and warbly and weak oh man it's it's so sad it's so sad it keeps me up at night sometimes man <laughs> what was your dream theater cover band called oh fuck I can't remember. We we came up with like it was it was supposed to be the music wasn't intentionally supposed to be bad, but the name was supposed to be like really fucking like oh of course they'd call themselves that. Like it was like what was it called? The um, name of a it's gotta be the name of a song or an Well album. yeah, right? Like it was called like fucking pull me under or another day or take the time or something like that, you know? Fuck something me. off of the images and words album. No, I think we wanted to call ourselves Images and Words, and then we found out there's like five other Dream Theater cover bands that are called Images and Words, and we were like, why the fuck didn't we expect that? Like... Uh, fucking Dream Theater, man. Like, Dream Theater and Voivod are just, they're two bands that I just I couldn't really get into, but all I could think was like a couple of songs definitely stoked me up from dream theater because i like some of that prog shit for sure um but not maybe a little bit i like mashuga but that fucking uh voivod has a sick logo man that's what i always thought was voivod had a deadly logo but uh and dream theater one thing i could say is they're not what i fucking expected when i when i heard about them and then listened to them they got one of those names where you're like, hmm, soft, yes, quite. Kind of like Opeth. A little bit like, 
Because mm. Opeth's got, they had some fucking mean shit back in the day, right? Blackwater Park was pretty deadly. I don't, I don't never, imagine. Never been a fan. Never, never been, been an Opeth, Opeth fan, eh? And yeah. I can't really say I was an Opeth fan either. I was a fan of that album. But didn't really listen to anything outside Blackwater of that. Blackwater Park, that was their first one, right? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, right? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go on a Dream Theater fanboy thing here. But yeah, they're definitely not what you would expect. The name doesn't really relate to what their music's like. Lately, yeah, like since like probably their like 2011 album, oh, the band's called Dream Theater. And then you hear the music, it's like, yeah, I could see why they're called Dream Theater, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they... So, used to be a lot better. So, but, you know, I mean, I used to be a lot better, too. Hey, hey roll them. <laughs> now, I am assuming that Dream Theater is one of your favorites, then. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Why do you play punk music? Because I listen to punk music. I like punk music. But, I know, obviously. Obviously. But, um, more of what I'm trying to say is, uh, if that's your favorite, because... <clears throat> Usually you people more gravitate to the music like when they have their they have their set of influences they have their set of uh, their main squeezes right and then they get that feeling because I know I personally didn't listen to lots of death metal but being in a death it was the death metal that draw me towards making music you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. punk rock um punk rocks your shit then oh yeah yeah. Absolutely, you, man. Just because just because one of my favorite bands is X or Y, doesn't mean that. No, no, that's not what I was. You know, yeah, that's not no, what no, I was no, no, no. I know, I know, but I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying on my part. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, buddy. Now, what's your favorite punk bands? My favorite punk bands, um, well, of course, Sam Hain, Slash, The Misfits, etc. I like GBH. Um, I like, uh, Amoebics. I guess they're kind of more crusty. Um, who else do I like? I like, uh, Jism. Um, I like some newer stuff too. Like if you've ever heard like an Epsi and stuff like that, yeah. like, like punk rock and roll, you know, like that kind of, that kind of stuff. Poison Idea. Yeah. Yes. I like Poison Idea. I always thought, um. What's the one album? It looks like uh, Alice Cooper on the front. I always thought that it was Alice Cooper on the front of that album. Kill, your, kill your Idols, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. I could be totally fucking wrong, man. Every time I fucking... But yeah, that's a fucking shredder fucking album for sure. And you know who that is? I'm pretty sure that's fucking... Uh, Tiptoe through the tunes. Oh, fucking Tommy... Whatever his name is. Tommy fucking Tommy two, two, two to two ch tit fuck Tommy fuck face. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through the right. That ukulele. Yeah. That tall ass ukulele. Fuck. Um. Yeah, that's him on that fucking cover, right? Um. Pick your king is my. I think I'd have to say pick your king is my favorite Poison Idea album. Um. I like that rock and roll riffy punk rock sometimes but <coughs> i'm also a really fast hardcore guy like have you heard rival mob yes hardcore for hardcore that's some good shit 
And, uh, adolescence. Yeah, I like the adolescence a lot. Yeah, buddy, that first album was a ringer for me, man. Holy shit, Kids of the Black Hole. That riff, that riff gets me every fucking time, man. It's just a solid song all around. Um, it comes up on my playlist every day. <coughs> I also listen to like, like fucking weird raga. Sometimes, like Agrilites, Raga, and Ska. <laughs> wonderful, man, wonderful. When you wake up in the morning, what are you listening to? Um, usually nothing. No. I'm not... No, man, like, I listen to music. I try and listen to as much music as I can throughout my day. But uh, I'm not consistently, like... Listening to music, I don't wake up and have a coffee and listen to music. I kind of just wake up and get ready for work. Have a have a coffee, right? Like, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. I wish I wish no, I listened fine. to a lot more music, but I mean, I definitely I just, just got to tell me exactly what you did, buddy. I'm just trying I don't to get to I know don't have the more, I right? don't have the desire to listen to music all the time. Music is great. I love music, but I have a life outside outside of music. You know, sometimes uh, even music itself can get kind of saturated, right? Yeah, respect. To I a point where it's like, eh. Fuck yeah, man, fair enough. What are you looking forward to this summer, buddy? What am I looking forward to this summer? Well, uh, hopefully... We're trying to look hopefully forward to. Becoming, hopefully becoming one of the sheeple, one of the human test experiments, um, so I can... Uh, uh, so the government can take advantage of me. Um, no. So, uh, you know, I can get back to not having to worry about everyone else because that's my main thing, man, is I'm just, I'm not worried about me anymore. I'm worried about everyone else, man. Like, and I don't mean that in a bad or condescending way. I mean that in like a, a genuine way. Like I'm genuinely worried because people aren't taking things seriously. And that frightens me. Like, yeah, but anyways, anyways, yeah, sorry. A lot of people are becoming fucking radicalized by this shit, too. And it's 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 starting to get twisted right up. It's it just is. I'm that's why I'm doing this, though. I'm trying to inject a little bit of positivity into people's lives, man, you know, because it seems to me like my I, it seems to me like I have a little bit more of an ability to rise above what everybody else is going through. And I want to use that to try and elevate everybody else to the same fucking level because... You gotta reach the kids. Yeah, I do. How do I reach these kids? How do I reach these kids? These kids! Because I want... I, I want to elevate people to where I'm at because life's not too fucking shabby up here, man. I even love all the crazy fuckers, too. Even if they don't love anything other than their fucking TV and their fucking friend or, and their little small little echo fucking chambers, I still love them. But See, and that's the thing. That's the thing too, man. Is like, I don't know why I'm caring about these people who don't care about me, who aren't caring about themselves. But I guess that's just the kind of dude I am. I don't want to <laughs> see. I don't want to see humanity collapse in on itself like a neutron star you know it's kind of it's heading that way but i just want everyone to be happy and healthy and just chill just chill man just fucking chill 
Well, Josh. Hello. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap this up, buddy? Is there any shout-outs you got? Is there anything you want to fucking lay down for our fine fucking set of viewers who have followed us through this whole tirade? Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope I didn't ramble too much. I loved it, Josh. Um, this was fantastic. Special shout-outs to the rest of the the misery crew, the the terrible the terrible rockers from beyond the tomb. I'm talking about Tanner. I'm talking about Trinity. I'm talking about Nathan. What's up? I see y'all. Um, special shout out to to anyone who has ever helped me with anything throughout my whole life. Like, what do they say now? No cap. Like, <laughs> you're all you're all great. Everyone everyone is perfect. Um, there's way 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 too many good bands. Like, friends. I have friends and bands, and they're all way too good i can't take an extra 45 minutes and list off all the bands i want to give thanks to but you guys know who you are thank you so much you guys rock fucking a josh you're a fuck you're just a slice of fucking heaven pie you know that i try my best man i wish i could fucking reach through the screen and hug you right now i really do i miss fucking hugging the homies man i miss it i miss like did you know that Gord was wearing the same begrime eczemus long sleeve when we podcasted on Sunday? I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I need to get one of them fuckers now. But Josh, I miss you, man. Uh, I miss you too, buddy. I miss the whole fucking crew. I miss giving people hugs. I miss fucking yelling in people's ears and telling them how much I fucking care about them. You know, I really do. But I, I miss what I miss more is uh just being there just having somewhere to go just seeing it happen just knowing it's happening you know friday night to just see everybody doing something and knowing there's life to be lived yep it's it'll come back it'll fucking come back i know it will i'm not fucking stupid absolutely like come on a lot of these people got on the conspiracy train just when this shit happened like 2019, 2020. I've been on that fucking train since puberty, man. I thought puberty was a fucking conspiracy, alright? Jesus. You gotta fucking... Come what on. do you mean I'm gonna grow hair on my nuts? That's, that is, like, from my... The, the hair comes from my nut? No. 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 This, You're pulling what, my leg. What does Alex Jones say about this? <laughs> back, that, hey, back when I was... Back when I was hitting puberty, Alex Jones had had just cracked Bohemian Grove, and he hadn't cracked his nut quite yet. He's still nutty as fuck, but he hadn't, you know, been badgering fucking... Didn't victim. he used to do, like, a stock market show or something like that? No. Or is that some other crazy dude I'm thinking of? That's another crazy dude you're thinking of. Alex Jones always had his weird conspiracy talk show, but it just went further and further to the nut, and then Sandy Hook was it. That was the one. As soon as, yeah, as soon as he went off the nut d denying the school shootings, that's where it's like, bro, man, you're going, yeah, you're going crazy, and yeah, we're not going to get into that. Imagine though. defending domestic terrorism, like yes, fuck off. and which I will note seems to be a. Fairly 
Let's, we're not going to get into that, Josh. We're not going to get into that. We're going to no. wrap this up on a good note. Josh, I miss you. I love you, bro. I love the band. I'm so stoked to hear the new shit. And you better fucking... Oh, when you're ready to drop some of that shit, you send it to me. Absolutely. We'll get the fucking band in here, too. I know Trin's probably itching to come and fucking hang out. We'll... It'll happen, man. It'll happen. We love, we love Calgary. As soon so. as the band... And then that's another thing, too. In-person interviews, man. It's going to happen. I'm so stoked. Well, Josh... It's been great having you. Um, shout outs to uh, all the beautiful people, all the beautiful people in Edmonton. Uh, Dana Gord, thanks for being on the podcast earlier this week. I love you both. Fantastic. Uh, Gord's got sausages saved for me, Josh. He told me. Um, yes, he's good at making meat. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Without Mercy. Shout out to Temple Music Academy. Shout out to Leather Vests with uh, white paint on them. Shout out to uh, Face Tattoos and No Teeth. Huh? Huh? Shout out to Silky Smooth Long Hair and Dope Mustaches. Josh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Charbel Sandimas Guitars. Come on, they're spicy. They're spicy. Shout out they to, ain't bad. Yeah, shout out to all of our moms, all of our dads, all the kids. If uh, Shout out to the sponsor. I, for, I almost forgot about the sponsor. Shout out to the sponsor, Crazy Candies. THC candies. Ro- little Rojo. Shout out to this little dude. Little oh, Rick and Rojo. That's family. That's family. Look at him. Right. Look, look at him. him. Look at him. Look at him go. He's, I'm coming, Dad. I'm coming, Dad. Right? Shout yep. out to little Roman Rojo. I'm so stoked. It's going to come back, buddy. And we're all going to be loving and happy and stoked and ripping together, bud. Raw. Absolutely. From Nate Trash, from Josh Kovacs. This has been another episode of Trash Talk. Cheers, motherfuckers. Go out, treat a stranger.